the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Only 16% of us are getting enough exercise. So how much exercise are we supposed to get? That seems pretty low. 150 minutes a week. Realistic, I guess. I guess it's okay, but only 16% of us getting that. Most of us sitting down. Most of the time, sitting is the main culprit. And we figured, hey, Huron County, we got a big area, a lot of bush. Easy way to shed some pounds, get your heart racing. After the YMCA in Godrich, if you go to the Godrich Y, reward yourself with McDonald's after the Y. It's right next door. You can just walk right next door. So the walking is good for you there. Yeah. There you go. Don't put the Fit Body Boot Camp next to the KFC. Talking to you, King Carden. Yeah, it's right next door in King Carden. It's not helping. On Highway 21 there. <laughs> get some exercise picking up empty beer cans in the ditches along Lucknow Line. There's a lot there to pick up. That's right. Or take a walk to Saltford if you live in Godrich, down and up the hill again. I hear it's the actual route that our grandparents took to school. In the snow. Backwards. Attach weights to the remote control. When you're scrolling through Netflix, let's face it, that's about 15 minutes every time. Because you spend more time scrolling through Netflix than actually watching Netflix. You could be doing curls during that time. You'll have one jacked right bicep. Nice. So I've been fighting this cold for like three weeks and you were telling me this morning that you're supposed to rest. Yeah, you're not Um, supposed to ride 30 kilometers on the GART trail. You're not supposed to keep going to the gym. You're supposed to chill out. But I always dig my heels in. I'm not going to let this cold bring me down, which is the wrong approach, making it worse. Well, that's what I thought was making it worse. And then you brought up this study. They asked people, at which age is the life just sucked out of you? And the age they said is the age you're turning this December, 45. They're the least happy and the most anxious. I love this age. Why are you crying? (laughs) <laughs> that's midlife crisis time that's when you buy the sports car and you do something crazy to Ooh. to bring yourself some satisfaction in your life i mean i i can have an excuse for doing something nutty there you go oh good i was having a midlife crisis i'm gonna buy something but why did you spend our son's college fund <laughs> i'm 45 and i got a man cold and i have a man cold i deserve that convertible i deserve it new app out this week called Wowzer. It's a dating app that hooks people up who love dogs. In Huron County, sometimes it's hard to find a date because a lot of people relate it, right? You need these apps to find other people that aren't your cousins. You had this struggle. A lot of them I dated are like, oh, I'm, apparently you dated my cousin. Everyone knows each other. It happens, but we figured, hey, Huron County should have its own dating apps. Huron East is very progressive. There's a lesbian dating app for Huron East called SheForth. Genius. And then the gay dating app is Brosels. Nice. So Make sure you hop on the Sheforth or Brosels. In Blyeth, there's one to go along with their famous brewery, Cowbell. Hooks bows up with local bells, see? E-Harmony's changed for people from Ethel. The E stands for Ethel. Wow. Jump onto E-Harmony. Or there a hookup app called Grand Bed. Or you could dig your way into a long-term relationship with the app Longsboro. And if you're in Bayfield, there's an app especially for you. It's the app for the Ontario Cannabis Store. Instead of OK Cupid, OK Carlo. For both people and Carlo. Instead of Tinder, Tractor. Bond over your love of John Deere. A nine-year-old signed up for a 5K race. But he didn't stop at five. He accidentally did the 10-kilometer race. How do you accidentally do an extra five kilometers? Well, here's what happened. Mom became super worried, goes to the police. She's bawling, my son's gone missing. And then there was this rumor about this kid who was in the 10K and doing really well. 
<laughs> and so what happened was he's running the 5K and the person at the crossroads there told him to oh keep going straight. Kept going, running with people. He didn't realize how far he was actually running. But the funny thing is here, he actually ended up placing first overall in the 10K race. That was like Forrest Gump. He just kept running. He just didn't even know what he was doing. He beat a 40-year-old second place contestant. Beat an old man. Can you imagine being beaten by that kid? I get beaten by kids all the time, (laughs) dude. Mr. Cox's gym class from GDCI, they go to the YMCA around the time I go to the YMCA. Oh, yeah. And some of those kids are jacked. I know. They're these jacked high school kids who are like lifting way more than I'll ever lift. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like lifting my, curling my 20 pound weights and seeing these other kids like lifting 60s. Really struggling, but you're just like, no, I'm just toning up. Yeah. This is my off day. I'm no. just kind of like, yeah. This is my cool down curling. The, the cool down. I'm just cool I, I lifted the hundreds earlier. I'm doing this just to. Just, cool. so, you, just so you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you're weak. I'm not weak. Yeah. Feeling all intimidated. Yeah, some of those kids are jacked. I get it, man. Well, this is why I don't go skiing anymore. Because this is something you see on the ski slopes. The kids. Like, three-year-old kids skiing around you and and I'm just struggling to stay on my two feet. Same with the outdoor ice rink. I'll be on that and there'll be like two, three-year-olds just skating circles around me. (laughs) We saw this at the run around the square. Yes. Because I remember I was trying to finish as best I could and there was one kid who was always kind of in front of me the whole race. The kid was like eight. I know. And I was like, as long as I can beat the eight-year-old, I'll be happy with myself. Yeah, the goal started out like I just got to finish this race. Then it became about beating the eight-year-old. Yeah, and I beat him so hard. (laughs) Oh, I beat that eight-year-old so Uh, hard. That's terrible. Take that, child. Little nephew celebrated a first birthday party over the weekend. And it was a loud party. Lots of kids. Lots of... But it was very nice. <laughs> like hell. I love my nieces and nephews. <laughs> and we were arguing about the merits of having a birthday party for a one-year-old. They're still babies at that point. They're not even toddlers. They're babies. But you were saying, why even have it? Because they won't remember. Like, you don't have a birthday party at one. It's just work. You're creating work for yourself. They're not going to remember it. You're causing work for other people to have to come and celebrate. So you're basically claiming that the parents just do it for themselves. Yes. They might not specifically remember the party. But if you don't do anything with or for your kids going to grow up sheltered and you're not not locking them in the closet for a year but they do remember in an indirect way that they were surrounded by family it shapes them it's why they've become great kids the birthday parties it's the birthday parties it's got to make great kids right your kids turned out perfect i don't i don't think your argument's good see i i had birthday parties my whole life starting from one and moving up and i turned out to be a huge a-hole true so i don't know if you're i don't know if your theory pans out start Mm -hmm. at four and if they ask like oh but we haven't had birthday parties before. Just, yeah, we did. Just don't remember. You clicked into consciousness in between your last birthday party and now. So excited to see that the House Hippo commercials are back. Remember that from 1999. Every kid wanted a house hippo. I thought it was earlier than that. I thought it was too because I wanted one and I must have been in my 20s. Yeah. (laughs) Proving you never really grew up. Designed to show you that everything you see isn't necessarily true. House hippos are very timid creatures and they're rarely seen. Edited some video of what looks like a hippopotamus, a tiny one about the size of a mouse, encountering cats and books and stuff in your house. But it was saying, don't believe everything you see. Which is maybe even more important now with all the fake news. Here's a clip from the new commercial. They enjoy admiring their reflections. Uh, Hoarding socks. Uh, Helping themselves to your devices. 
you might see something, do a little bit of research. Yeah, and millennials are watching it now and saying, forget the hippo, I just want a house. I just want to be able to afford a house, let alone a house hippo. I want to see a sober tourist in Grand Bend. That's what I want to see. I want to see some spicy food in Huron County. And other unrealistic things. I went to an Irish funeral. It was probably the funnest funeral I've ever been to. And I'm I'm really not saying that to make light of anything, but the Irish know how to funeral. They do. Some drinking involved, a lot of cussing. The Irish know how to cuss. Including this guy who went out in a big way. This guy who pranked people in real life also pranked them while dead. We talk about doing this, but nobody's ever followed through. This Irish dude followed through. He died last week and managed to play one final prank on his family and friends. As his casket was being lowered, his name is Shay Bradley. <laughs> and this guy is the man. So he had speakers built into his coffin so that when they were lowering it, it sounded like he was screaming from inside the coffin. Hello. Hello. Let me out. Hello. Hello. That's dark, dude. I don't I don't know if I would want that as a final memory, but the the more I listen to it, I think that's so cool. If that's who he was in, in life. Nothing worse, actually, than going to a funeral. And you can a, just end the sentence there. There's nothing worse than going to well, a funeral. Well, that too. But then there's a minister up there who never even knew the person. And it's just like something like this is personal. I like that. You said you wanted to write a song for your funeral. Yeah. One last send off from I the said, Huss man. Probably wouldn't make people laugh, but I've just, my goal would be to make them cry as ugly as possible. Right. And so everyone's just a mess like after this, this song I write. This song is so bad. Put him in the ground. And it's played Put as- him in the ground. <laughs> Not like this guy. People were cracking up at his funeral. And there was a few people, though, crying at the end because he ended by singing I Just Called to Say Goodbye by country singer Larry Boone. Then, then the laughter turned into tears. It was sweet. It was sweet. I think that's funny. We need to have more hilarious funerals. NASA released a statement last week and it changes everything you thought about your astrological sign. There used to be 13, now there's 12. And also the axis is pointing a different way today anyway. The sign you were born under has shifted. Used to be a Capricorn. Now you're a Sagittarius. So I went to astrology.com to see what this meant for your daily horoscope. Oh, and I think your horoscope today is about us, you and I. Really? Things are moving to a deeper level in one of your somewhat shallower friendships. That sounds like us. And the two of you are finding more and more to talk about that doesn't have anything to do with celebrity gossip, mutual friends, or the weather. We're getting deeper than that. We talk about fart noises coming out of cars. Mine, this could be indicative of us. Romantically, things are taking a new direction and there's some momentum building. Your charm has established a strong foothold in someone's mind. Who is this someone? Hmm. You've made quite an impression. It may be time to strike while the iron is hot. Do you have anything you want to tell me, Matthew? No, that one's not about me. It's not about you. No. Okay. No. That's good to know. Back to the shallow relationship. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't about <laughs> wasn't about me either. Ha ha ha. 
according to a new study, going to films can age you faster. This is one of those studies that radio jocks across the world are going to be talking about, but has no basis in fact or reality. Yeah, so you know the facial expressions you make while watching movies. The forehead goes up and you're... Uh, and your your eyes are all disfigured. I don't I don't act that dramatically when I'm watching a movie. Well, people do, and I guess there's an argument for saying that movies are designed to make you gasp even more so than real life. Even laughing a lot gives you those laugh lines. And apparently, doing this a lot, if you go to the movies a lot, will age you more rapidly. I'm gonna go to the film tonight, and I'm gonna look around and ask the person behind you, "What are you like, 40? And they're like, "Oh no, I'm like 20, but I go to the films a lot." There's some eight year old behind you, and at the end yeah. of the movie, he's like. <laughs> 49. <laughs> Mortgage and a divorce. But you make faces doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, like looking at your bank statements. Eating rutabagas at the Blythe Rutabaga Festival. Well, whatever. Like, oh, I mean, this rutabaga's delicious. <laughs> it's a bit of a dumb study, really, because you can just sit on your front porch and see things that make you go, whoa. Just look at the tourists passing by. Yeah. Look at that guy. Look at As you slowly age more. Like, <laughs> Matt, when did you get a cane? This is my town. You took my parking spot. Hunting season now, so it's always important that if you kill a deer, to make sure that the deer is actually dead. Yeah, kill. I guess. Oh, this is a tough story. You assume once it's been shot, is dead. There was a hunter. Deer he thought was dead, went up to it. The deer got up and said, uh-uh, I'm not dead. No. I ain't dead yet. Starts goring the guy. The guy died. The hunter became the hunted. He's like, uh-uh, I don't think so. Not on my watch. Not on my... Went all Deer Nero. He got De Niro'd. He got <laughs> Deer Nero'd. Oh, you think you're going to kill this deer? Well, take one of these. Yeah. And another one of these. Oh. oh. That's tough. Sad story, but funny. You got to be careful. You, you got to be careful. Deer right? hunter in Huron County, just give, give it a couple, give it a double tap. The double tap rule. That deer deserved to fight for its life, that's, I guess. That's tough, man. Yeah. I grew up with a mom who pronounced a lot of things wrong, and therefore I learned a lot of words wrong. And I'm constantly being corrected by you, constantly saying words, and you're like, no, it's this. And it gets on my nerves sometimes. It's potato, not potato. You're that guy. It was on the tip of my tongue when you said the story out of Holyrood. I, I pronounced it Holyrood. You said it's something else. I think it's Holyrood. At least I grew up. It was always Holyrood. Let's go to Holyrood for ice cream. It's got the one L. So if it's got one consonant, that hardens the vowel to Holyrood. If it was two L's, it'd be Holyrood. I would love it if someone from the Holyrood or Holyrood area called us. I would love to throw this back in Fatty's face. We have Carrie on the phone. Carrie, are you there? Yeah. Is it Holyrood or Holyrood? I've always said Holyrood. Okay, yes. Carrie's always said Holyrood. Peter from Lucknow as well who says Holyrood. And Lucknow is right next to Holyrood. Yeah. He would know. Finally can throw that back in your face. I appreciate the calls and everyone on my side with this. Holyrood. Carrie, we can all agree the English language is messed up. Guy in India, his name's Swami, claims he was born in 1896. Is this not confirmed? No, they have checked the temple records, and there is a guy with his name that says 1896. Does so, he look like he's 123 years old? Yeah, it's believable. And he if, smells like it, I'm sure. If this is true, he'll be in the Guinness World Book of Records. So, of course, what we all want to know, what's the secret to a blessed age? Is what we always ask these That's people. not blessed, that's cursed. No. He seems happy. No, 123, just like every day, it's like, please take me, Lord. You might think that, though, when you hear this answer, no sex, no fine herbs, and extensive yoga practice every day. So no sex, 
bad food, and exercise. No sex and flavorless <laughs> food? Is this guy from Exeter? Oh. Is the key to life... Key to a long life to be from the South Huron area yeah. where they don't use salt, pepper, or any herbs and spices. This sounds like a death sentence that your doctor gives you. I'm sorry, I, Mr. Hussey, you're going to have to make some lifestyle changes. I recommend no sex, um, uh, very bland food, and try and exercise every day. Have you tried moving to Crediton? I noticed this with myself. My dad was a bit of a neat freak. Growing up, I was a little sloppy when I was a teenager at home. And then I moved out and got my own place. And all of a sudden, I became my dad. And I liked things neat all the time. It's weird how you pick that stuff up. Because it's the stuff that annoys you when you're at home. And this has happened to my daughter as well, too. So she came back from university. This is the first time she's had her own place. And she's neat now. She keeps everything neat and tidy in her home, too. She showed me pictures of her home, and it was spotless. Is she neat to the point where she's getting on her roommate's? Behinds. That's what she said, yeah. Telling the other roommates like, oh, yeah, got to wash the dishes or can you pick those clothes up off the floor? The same thing dad <laughs> would say to daughter when daughter was I know, home. it's weird how that happens. They pick that stuff up. Now, is she happy she's become like her father or is she disgusted? No, she was like we all get. She was surprised, like, I can't believe it. I've like become you. Did she say it like that? Yeah. I've become you, oh, dad. Started wearing, started wearing a paper boy hat, more, Wait, more Goodwill shirts. Did this happen to you? Did you become one of your parents when yeah, you Yeah, I became my mom. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's, my mom looks forward to the grocery store flyers every week. I look forward to the grocery store flyers. The, the way she would wash the dishes. Yeah. I, even I wash the dishes that way. Pick up on everything, don't she's they? She's super neurotic with like making sure everything's properly timed when she has plans. Yeah, dude. So warning to parents with young kids. They're watching. They pick up on everything, the good stuff and the bad stuff. And the bad stuff. And they will become you someday. So make sure the house is spotless because your well, kids will have spotless houses of their own one day. Or either or. they Because they, they, this is sort of a negative thing. Like I, I was maybe a little bit too OCD where it was annoying. Yeah, but it worked that out. It be a bad trait. She's got a clean apartment now. Yeah, Or you true. can raise your kids like animals. Either way. Isabel, one of the oldest people in America she was before she passed away. (laughs) Before she died. She lived to the remarkable age of 102. Didn't outlive her DirecTV contract. (laughs) (laughs) DirecTV is like, yeah, she signed a contract even though she's dead now. Son went to disconnect the DirecTV and they're like, well, there's going to be a $160 early termination fee. And they're like, she's dead. Please let my mother's bills lay to rest. Isn't that something else? But it got me thinking, should I die tonight? Does my wife have to keep paying my phone bill? They want their money, son. You bought a new iPhone. Well, I've never had this happen. You've or, never died and your wife had to pay your bills? Never thought of that when I'm signing up for something. And the bill would keep coming every month. Would she be crying because she misses you and the bill has your name on it? Probably crying more because she's getting two gigs for a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> I can't believe he signed up with Bell. <laughs> Is that the Walmart parking lot? There's always some kind of drama at the parking lot. I don't understand what's going on there. You videoed a fight there once. Yeah. Here's what happened. I'm coming out. It's stormy. I'm wanting to get back into my car. You're on foot at this point. And I want to get my cart to the cart corral. Nice lady on one side of the road. Not so nice lady on the other. Both in their vehicles. So nice lady stops to let me get my cart put away. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I look to the left at the miserable lady. She's giving me mean looks. Giving you the stink eye. So meanwhile, I get the cart put away. Nice lady decides to wait for me to actually get back to my car. Like a really nice person. And the mean lady. Getting so impatient. 
Can you can you see her like swearing she, behind the wheel? Like, oh yeah, you can see her mouth and off all these curse, curse honking. words. Honking. She was honking at you. Honking. And I'm getting back to my car. It's raining. This nice lady was being so nice. As soon as I get back to my car, she honked at the nice lady. Like, can you imagine <laughs> being that full of rage that you have to honk at someone being nice? I can't imagine like, that. Like, she did nothing wrong other than let me go to and fro from the car corral back to my car. You know a term I love that I don't hear enough? To and fro. So, puts her foot right down, pedal to the metal, and almost bangs into all the cars. Speeds through the parking lot. Because she had to wait for the Huss man. She's like, who is this man taking his damn time? And I thought, how could you hold that much anger inside? Easy, Uh, man. Walmart. Uh, well, I don't you ever know. shopped at Walmart? It's uh, it's nice. busy. They I did always last suggest, night. They always suggest the self checkout. You're like, no, I want somebody who knows how to do. Anyways, it. I understand. It had some having a bad day. And that's okay. That's okay sometimes. But uh, this was a really bad day, obviously, to get mad at the nice person. So thank you to the nice person and to the not so nice person. I hope you're having a better day today. I hope your day is as pleasant as you are. Yes. And then to kind of get a sense (laughs) of relaxation, you went next door to the Canadian Tire parking lot. Very orderly there. Yes. And you relaxed. You did some yoga in the parking lot. I did. It was was very different. There was some wrestling in town over the weekend, and they were good at insulting the townsfolk here. They're pretty good at insulting people. The uh, insult they used was last time we were in Goderich, your lazy salt mine workers were on strike. Oh, that's dark, man. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. They're good at making the crowd turn against them. That's yeah. what good bad guys do. But maybe next time they're in town, a couple of suggestions if you want to really insult the townspeople. Yeah, like, I'm going to beat you up like Mother Nature beat up the Goderich Beachfront Boardwalk. <laughs> People love that boardwalk. Godrich is so bad, I'd rather be in Exeter. At least they have a KFC. Oh! You're going down like a man walking home from Kinsman Summerfest. Godrich is so miserable, even the ice at Memorial Arena left town. You're as sad as traffic on the square. This crowd is so ugly, they probably bust you in from Wingham. Oh! By the time I'm done with you, you're going to look like Gibbon Street. Yeah. Oh, that's ugly. I was reading in one of the local papers about this 65-year-old bottle of whiskey found in a Ripley apartment. They were renovating and they found a bunch of stuff in the walls, including some old coins and a copy of Risk for Men. Ooh, Risk for Men. Looks like kind of like a pinup magazine. And there was also a ticket for an annual concert dated 1917. The whiskey, is is that still drinkable? Canadian rye whiskey they said there's no dirt inside of it. I think they're, they're going to actually drink it up. What a find. I mean, I didn't know they had magazines like that back then. Risk for Men, our most vicious sex racket. Ooh. Nights of Sin and Gin. Ooh, a sex oh. racket, see? Check out the ladies in this magazine. Their legs are two wins from Tuesday. She's as cute as a bug's ear. They could sure stir a pot of marmalade, if you know what I mean. I bet her bust could unzip the Yankee Doodle. The fellas will be 20 sheets from Easter over a broad like these. These women will break your heart six ways from Confederation. That's the old-timey way they talked. Found in an apartment above the old bakery. Ooh, the uh, old somebody bakery. Was, somebody was baking and looking at the nudie magazines. Those, those, those buns take some time yeah, to bake, if you know I, what I mean. I guess so. Wow. Those are sure some cream puffs. I don't, I don't know what I'm even saying anymore. Very cool. I would like to try some of this whiskey. Mm-hmm. I would too. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't mind seeing the, uh, the, a vintage nudie magazine too. That would be interesting. For science. 
For science. Yeah, for science. Just of to course. see what they looked like. Just so that if anybody else wants to see it, we can assure people it's it's fine. Yeah. The power of nostalgia. Who wants Tang beer? I've heard Tang is what somebody would invent if you asked them to make orange juice without oranges. That's basically pretty accurate. Remember that drink from the 50s and the 70s if you grew up? You probably had that disgusting powdered. Steve Howard remembers Tang, our sales guy. He's in studio. You remember Tang? No, I've never had Tang. He he had responsible parents. He had good parents. That's right. (laughs) Not like us. Delicious craft brewery who's made a Tang-infused beer. So now you can relive your childhood with beer. Here's a question. Why? Remembering their childhood, and now they can drink to remembering their childhood. This isn't a criticism of Tang, but didn't you buy Tang when you didn't have uh, money? No. No, it wasn't like... I think parents just didn't realize how bad it was for the kids. Yeah, it's bad. Maybe one of our local breweries could do the same. Maybe a Kool-Aid... Coors type of drink. That sounds terrible. Or Sunny D or Sunny Drunk. The, the D stands for drunk. <laughs> you know what used to get me buzzed as a kid? Remember that old McDonald's orange drink? Oh. You used to be able to get it and they'd bring it in the big orange cooler at it local was, events? Honestly, like you were drunk after having a couple glasses of that. I remember my kids even drinking some of that. We're like, Dad, take me to the park. Take me to the park now. Like just, you couldn't get them down from whatever high. Yeah, you'd be buzzed slurring your words. That gave them. Stumbling all over the place. That McDonald's orange drink. What happened to that? I, I think it was just deemed unfit for consumption, <laughs> maybe? Un- deemed unfit for human <laughs> consumption. It was delicious, though. We got to bring that back. In a beer. Bring it back in beer form. It'll Even without the beer, it'll still get you buzzed. There's enough sugar. You said you you had the syrup? Did you say you had the syrup once? I remember the, trying just the syrup. The concentrate of that McDonald's yeah. orange drink? Yeah, it was, it was intense. Yeah, you needed a new liver after that. The West, not too happy with the election results. They've been talking about possibly separating from Canada in what is being called a Wexit or a West Exit. Isn't that a little lazy, though? They're kind of copying Brexit. If you're going to have a separatist movement, come up with something original, like Ranitoba. That's a good one. The Saskatchewan withdrawal. Alberta, because they're feeling burnt. Abandonment. Or the uh, Saskatchewan go movement. The men are too bad we're leaving. Well, since we're talking about separation, (laughs) Grand Bend kind of gives Huron County a bad name sometimes. A lot of the kids from the city go to Grand Bend. Everybody just gets trashed and it's kind of a party. And I I feel like we need to kick Grand Bend out of Huron County. Batty, they're in Lambton County. Grand Bend's not Huron County. Lambton County pretty much just starts right there. We did it! Yeah! Woo! Lambton County just swallowed it up one day. They just took it. There was a 190-pound Mastiff. His name's Floyd. Needed rescuing after getting too tired to finish a hike. He was on a hike, <laughs> decided partway through, I'm 190 pounds and I don't want to do this anymore. Just just gave up, sat there and got, got overwhelmed by the, they had to call in reinforcements. A rescue team came up the mountain and Floyd was packaged in a litter and carried down the mountain. Who? How many people carried him? He's 190 pounds. I know, dude. they had a whole crew carrying Floyd down. He was a good boy and he was thankful that they got him out of that sticky situation, but I'm thinking he was maybe faking it. You no. hear about those dogs yeah. who don't, they don't like to go on walks, so they fake an injury, and then the owner takes them to the vet, and the vet's like, yeah, your dog's fine, he's faking it. This is like my spirit animal. $1,100, please. <laughs> no kidding. Uber's never done that, he's never faked an injury, you have to take him to the vet, and the vet's like, yeah, your dog's pulling your leg. Yeah, yeah. No, I realized, though, this weekend that my dog is a liar, so I go out running with my dog. He's middle-aged now. 
So after about 2K, he pretends to be all tired and slowly walk back. Sometimes he Are even, you okay, boy? Yeah. I'll carry you the rest of the way. Seriously, he pulls this. But then I went out with my son and daughter. They were on the bikes and I was running beside them. And we went, I think, 6K. And he, he was so determined to be front of the pack, ahead of the bikes all the time, that we just darted it the entire way. And even when we got home, he went, didn't even look tired. So I think he's been faking Faking it with me. He likes it with the kids. He doesn't like it with you. Yeah. It's like, you take me out all the time. The kids are new. Yeah. They're like you, but younger and fresher and better looking. So it made me realize he can do like 5, 6K. Your dog's a BSer. He has been. Oh, Uber. He's been lying to me. I haven't seen Uber in a while. Mm-hmm. I should take him for a walk soon. He's a good boy. Anytime, man. This may be a tragic new world record for selfie deaths. So between 2011 and 2017, 259 selfie deaths linked to people taking pictures on cliffs. You name it. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's it, natural selection. It is. It's it's silly. Natural selection's funny. And I've told you that when we're hiking the Bruce Trail, I tell the kids no selfies. You're ruining my fun, Dad. But the cliffs are so high there. I mean, it terrifies me. I need it for the Insta. Your kids don't talk like that. They're very well-mannered <laughs> kids. So this family, they were trying to take a selfie at a dam. They ended up slipping into the water and all being sucked down the dam. Damn! Uh, that was their last words, I think. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Makes me thankful there's no high places in Huron County. It's just flat. It's farmland for the most part. Yeah, you can get some good selfies here. I mean, there, there is that dam at Port Albert, though. Gotta yeah, it's be like careful. the fish elevator, the damn fish elevator yeah. at Port Albert. Yeah. That'd be a tough news story to report. We'll get yeah. a press release from the OPP. Another person is dead after trying to take a selfie with a lake trout in Port Albert. I know. How could you keep a straight face, even though it'd be terribly tragic? It'd be terribly tragic, but... It's tragic. Might be the highest place in Huron County. And nobody's died so far. Mm -hmm. We'll keep you updated on the death toll of the fish elevator in Port Albert. Careful out there with your phone. I was reading this article of the 20 most painful conditions. A slip disc, cluster headache, heart attack, arthritis, migraine, gout, kidney stones, stomach ulcers. Do people still get gout? I thought that was like an old-timey thing. Like scurvy. I got the consumption, see? I got the gout. No, it still happens. Painful stuff. I had a stomach ulcer. It was brutal. I'm trying to think of the most intense thing that's happened to me. Maybe like a, a hangover headache. And I once had a charley horse that randomly appeared in the middle of the <laughs> night. Like, it woke me up. Yeah. If I stepped on Lego once. I'm a man and I once had a cold. Yeah. That's pretty painful That's pretty painful, yeah. I mean, another painful thing that wasn't included on the list, speaking to a liberal arts student, I feel like you're projecting your Freudian insecurities. Shut up, you're in first year. Yeah, pain, it's relative. So my son, he's out traveling. He actually left Saturday morning out on an adventure. He's heading out east. And stop number one was a nuclear fallout shelter. Here's Here's a question for you. Why? maybe thinks the world's coming to an end. See, they're trying to do this whole trip for free. So they're finding free places to camp. So what what they did was they actually went to this dude. He built a full-out nuclear shelter using 42 school buses underground, covered in concrete. This is all set up in case there's a nuclear bomb. They went to his house and he actually gave them the keys to the lot and to the bunker. Went into the bunker. Okay, so I'm not a parent. You've had three kids. 
Like, you know how you teach your kids those lessons growing up, like don't take candy from strangers, look both ways before you cross the street, don't approach men who build nuclear bunkers. Is that not part of those lessons you teach your kids? Didn't know they were going there, and I was a little bit terrified. I've seen a few documentaries of this guy, and he seems a little... uh, Nutty, should yeah. I say? No, he's out of his damn mind. I mean, he thinks the world's coming to an end at any moment. And he's got this, you got to be kind of a little bit eccentric to bury 42 buses and, and have people sign up to go in your bunker with you. Yeah. It, it seems a little sketchy. But either way, he threw some keys at your kid and was like, yeah, stay there as long as you want. Yeah. I don't care. Free campsite. Yeah. So <laughs> the long and short of it is your kid got a free place to camp. Yeah. It all turned out okay. They didn't sleep in the bunker. Except the catch is you haven't heard from your son in a little while. No, now I'm worried. (laughs) Now I'm worried they went in the bunker and the bunker collapsed or something. They didn't come out. So I'll keep you posted. Yeah, keep. I'm sure he's fine. (sighs) I'm pretty sure he's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he'll he'll be okay. Maybe he'll send me a postcard. Yeah, I'll send you a postcard from the nuclear fallout shelter. (laughs) (laughs) I attended a nuclear fallout shelter and all I got was this stupid postcard. I didn't even know this was in Ontario. That's quite something. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. It's called the Ark 2. The Ark 2, of course. You're Named after Noah's Ark because Noah of the Bible famously built a nuclear fallout shelter with 42 buses. They think they broke a record in the UK when all the Nigels gathered together. It was a Nigel party. Nigel night, 432 Nigels showed up from all over the world. Some guy who owns a bar in Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Put up the invite saying that we need to celebrate all things Nigelness before we go extinct. There's only three Nigels born in 2016. A lot of people showed up. There was a comedian named Nigel that was on the bill. What's the deal with Nigels? <laughs> Two Nigel singers and a woman even proposed to her boyfriend called Nigel on the stage. So it was all about the Nigels. Such a British name. Can't even say that name without a British accent, can you? <laughs> no, you have to use a British accent. Nigel. It's the law. Nigel. I would go to the fatty convention. It's be me sipping on a Ryan Coke just, by myself. Just you. <laughs> it's me drinking, crying, <laughs> dancing to ABBA. Beer in my hand. There's no other fatties. <laughs> There's no fatties. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody came to my party. The Canadian Medical Association has called the practice of an employee needing to get a sick note to get out of work public health risk. I totally agree with this. I think it's ridiculous. When you're sick, you're sick. You know you're sick. You shouldn't have to go to the doctor to prove that you have a cold because what happens is you end up going into the ER where there's immune compromised people sitting there. You're going in for a cold. There's nothing they can do about a cold anyway. And it's just taking up tax dollars. It's making other people sick. It's a bad practice. I don't think uh, bosses should require you to have a note to get off work. And you'll see those sick people at the gym, too. You know they have a cold, but they still decide to go to the gym anyways to get those gains. Well, you can't miss those gains. No, you were at the gym this week. Oh, you're talking about me? <laughs> Even though you have the sniffles. <laughs> you're like, no, I'm feeling sick, but I'm still going to go. I disinfected everything. Sure you did. You're not resting. You're going to get the doctor's note. Making yourself sicker. Yeah, and it's frustrating for people in the ER, too, because it's like, oh, you really? You came here for a cold? You came to the ER, buddy, for the sniffles? <laughs> here's a Kleenex. Go home. Here's your stupid note. <laughs> here's your note. I feel so bad for ER staff. They're so awesome. They're amazing. I've had good experiences at the Godrich Hospital. It's fantastic. Yeah. Our hearts are with you, ER staff, yeah. nursing staff, doctors. Woman is facing charges of domestic abuse and child endangerment after turning Nerf guns on the husband she accused of cheating. Husband comes home, gets out the Nerf gun, chasing him down the street 
with those foam darts, just flinging those foam darts at them. Uh, police were called. Police <laughs> respond to some stupid stuff. Put your hands in the air and drop that Nerf gun. Drop the Nerf gun. Drop the Nerf. We'll shoot. A husband <laughs> suffered minor blemishes, though, to his face. Minor blemishes? Those well, Nerf guns don't do anything. Not Did really. Did the suction suck to his face? And when he <laughs> took it off, there was like a, a hickey? Probably. It was probably a hickey. Yeah. Sounds more like a couple bruises. Can you sue for that? But nothing more than you would do to your sibling. I've done way worse stuff to my brothers. I mean, does that mean people can sue their kids when they step on Lego? You can. Yeah, hire a lawyer for that. Can my girlfriend sue me because when I wash the knives, I put them in the dish rack blade up. Oh, you do that? Yeah, I'm one of those guys. I'm guilty of that too. My wife always gets after me for that. Or can I sue my girlfriend when she leaves the TV volume at 21? Ouch. Which is an odd number and it just hurts my feelings. Hearing damage. Hearing damage. It's a real thing. Or if I get a paper cut when I'm playing euchre with those neighbors I maybe don't really like. Oh, yeah, you can sue them. Maybe. Your euchre package was too new. One of my favorite candies around Halloween time, way back in the day, used to be the Popeye cigarettes. Yeah, I said cigarettes, not candy sticks. Do you remember when the Popeye candy sticks were marketed as cigarettes and they had the little red tip? Yeah. You'd pretend to smoke? Well, they, they had changed them to candy sticks by the time you were a kid, but I had the cigarettes. No, no, I know I had the cigarettes. You had the too. cigarettes. Yeah. I'm, I'm old enough. I had the cigarettes. Good lord, that was one of my favorite candies. They taste good. You'd pretend to smoke. It was all very fun. That was way back when government didn't care that children smoked fake cigarettes. Now they're Popeye vape sticks. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> there was something I saw. Somebody thought it was a good idea to sell scented scissors to children. Company called Sniffs. You get the scissors and they're like scented with blueberry and other flavors and put put it up to your nose. Meanwhile, there's a sharp thing right in front of your mouth. Your lips and chin. And you know, kids love to chew on things. It's only a matter of time till someone cuts off their tongue or what a stupid idea. Something's going to happen. <laughs> the best thing about this is I saw this on Amazon and someone wrote a review. A quick and easy way to bring sharp things in a five-year-old's close together. <laughs> stupid idea. I had a friend who had scratch and sniff st- uh, stickers. Put them, yeah. on, put them on the side of the fridge. Harmless. Put them on the side of the fridge. But you know how the, there's the back grill of the fridge and that thing's really hot? He came to school one day with a burn mark on his forehead. What? And I was like, what happened? He's like, I put this scratch and sniff on the side of the fridge near the back. Oh. And I was getting really close to it and I burned my head. What is that with kids that just want to put stickers on everything? Natural selection, man. Yeah. Just, these scissors are just the next step in natural selection. No kidding. Our very own Tim McCobb, he's a giant cob of corn. He's going to be at the Rutabaga Festival. Maybe he'll make friends with Begaman. Begaman is an actual mascot for the Blythe Rutabaga Festival. He's a big Rutabaga. There's a new mascot in town, and I don't know, is Begaman going to accept Tim McCobb into the fold? Some kind of vegetable warfare? I don't know. Maybe. I would hope not. Maybe they'll have to tag team. Tag team match with the Zurich Bean Festival mascot, the Mean Bean. Yeah, there's that giant muskrat, though, at the muskrat festival in Wingham. He's bitey. Who would win these battles? Well, maybe the muskrat will have to tag in the Belmore Maple Syrup Festival's mascot, the man cake. Yeah, are any of them a match for the angry Scottish man from the King Card and Scottish Festival? He's pretty violent. He's got a lot of charges against him. He's pretty crazy. And then there's the chicken from Pluckin' Fest. Beat out all of these. Chickens eat everything. And then there's from the Bayfield Volk Fest, the Shaggin' Wagon. It just grinds against everyone. I think it has a restraining order from the Icetacular Witch. Pretty sure it does. 
It's a social experiment. It's a UK reality show called Meet the Family. Meat spelt like M-E-A-T, meat. So families are asked to share their homes with animals they would normally serve for dinner. Chicken, lamb, pig, and a calf. Live with the animals for three weeks. At the end of the three weeks, the contestants will be forced to make the decision of either going vegetarian forever and sending the animal to a sanctuary or remaining meat eaters and killing their new best friends. This is cruel. I feel like there's a third option that nobody's discussing here. Don't kill those animals you were just hanging out with. Go to the grocery store and buy other dead animals. You would think, but that's not a choice here. That's not a choice on the show, but you can say no, total vegetarian, totally. They let the animals go to the sanctuary, live out their animal lives, and then you head to Zayers and you buy the family pack of ground beef. I'm totally fine with that cow over there who I wasn't chilling with for three weeks. Well, that's true. I have close friends. Some of them I want to kill and some of them I like to hang out with. You know how you have those friends you want to kill and eat? It's the same thing except with a lamb. There is a difference. Totally. There's now such a thing as Space meat. Space meat. Sample of meat has been successfully grown in space for the first time. Cells harvested from cows were then taken aboard the International Space Station, about 400 kilometers above the surface of the Earth. Grown meat there using a 3D bioprinter. That's a thing? You could just print off a steak. You can print off a burger? I like the idea of just printing meat. Ideal? You don't have to go to the store and wait for the ground beef to go on sale. you just like, hold on, let me load the printer up. The only thing I wouldn't like is if the printer messes with you, like my printer. We are out of Sion. You need magenta. I'm like, I just want a steak. It's just brown. Why do I need blue. I need magenta. Just give it to me charbroiled then. I'll take it in black and white. Those burger printers are, they're a ripoff because they cost like 30 bucks at Best Buy, but then the cartridges are like 50 bucks each. I know. The worst. You might as well buy the real thing. Just go to the store and buy a burger. Elon Musk, the creator of the Tesla electric car, (laughs) was telling people that you're going to be able to customize your horn, but not only that, they've been getting in trouble because their cars are too quiet. Normally, you can hear a car coming up on you because it's got a combustion engine, the pistons are firing, you hear an engine coming from a little while away. Electric cars, you don't. So they've been told that they have to manufacture some kind of sound to let people know that you're there. Some of the ideas he's come up with are goat bleats. Ah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, there you go. I got you. That could be your horn. Uh, just rushing wind. Uh, the, the one I really like, though, is the coconut horse clops from Monty Python. Monty Python. <laughs> the car coming down the road. That's what, it That'd sounds, be great. that's what it sounds like in Howick Township. We're getting up on Halloween, right? If you want to customize the horn. The, uh, the Vincent Price laugh. Oh, yeah. That'd be perfect. And, and there's a good toilet humor mode as well, where they're, they're, you can have a whoopee cushion. A whoopee cushion or an actual toilet. That would be even better. Imagine hearing that (laughs) on the road. You're like, is there a loud toilet? What's happening? Like, no, it's just Buddy Donnelly as his Tesla. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather hear the sound of our former mayor screaming. Weirdly, I have an old sound effect of former mayor Deb Schufelt screaming when he did the ice bucket challenge. Don't ask me why I have that sound effect. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) There we go. That'll get... Former Goddard Mayor Deb Schufeld screaming. That'll get your attention. China has this space mission going on to the far side of the moon. It's called the Change 4 mission. And they were thinking about sending tortoises to the far side of the moon. One of the scientists has revealed. 
Here's a good question. Why? It could have provided information about how animals react to the conditions. They didn't end up sending the turtles, but so, I wish they had. So the story is we wanted to send turtles to the moon? <laughs> well, we could have got Teenage Mutant Space Ninja Turtles. That's not a thing. But you we added did the word space. Well, I'd like to see space turtles. We've sent other things up into space. We sent dogs. I think we sent a chimp up. Two chimps. A bunch of people. Both named Albert. The chimps were the both chimps. named Albert? Yeah, they both died. Fruit flies, too, have been up there. <laughs> That's got to be messed up, man. Have you ever seen a chimp at the zoo? Or smart animals, dude. Yeah. They're smart. Could you imagine, like, locking a chimp up in a rocket? It's horrible. And the chimp's like, what's going on? It's cruel. There was a kid's movie done about that. And it was like all these chimps, so proud of these first chimps up there. And I'm like, this doesn't have a happy ending. Should we tell the kids to go to bed? The chimp, is, <laughs> the chimp explodes. It was a cartoon. He explodes. It was a cartoon and they were all proud of this chimp. So instead of the turtles, they ended up sending seeds. That's not the same thing at all. <laughs> but, but get this, they actually planted the seeds on the moon and they sprouted until the frost hit at night, cold nights on the moon. That's the bigger story here. I know. They grew plants on the moon. Yeah. First time. Oh, the Canadians need to send somebody up there. So with some of our legal cannabis seeds. Grow some <laughs> Canadian cannabis on the moon. Yeah. Canna moon or I I'll, I'll think of a better name later, but well, with these temperatures we're having right now, uh it's not. You could almost still grow stuff. Look at you transitioning to the weather forecast. Mainly sunny, high 18 today. Is there a chance of frost, though? No. Okay. I'm going to start growing things again. SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie, is too violent for Indonesian kids, I Now, guess. I've seen the movie. There's some weird stuff, but nothing too violent. It's bizarre, but... They apparently violated the broadcast code by airing the movie. Um, some of the violent acts in the movie, such as hitting a face with a board, dropping a bowling ball on the head, throwing a hammer at a face, and throwing a pot of cactus with the help of a racket. He's a, <laughs> he, he's very, a sponge. It's very SpongeBob. It's very SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, have they never seen Looney Tunes in Indonesia? Yeah, are they banning Acme Rockets <laughs> Like, as no well? kidding. <laughs> I mean, if SpongeBob is too violent, they should really not broadcast the Wing of Iron Man games, man. Some of those no. fights. Some yeah. of those fights. You couldn't get away with that. Never been to a Walmart parking lot? Weirdly, I filmed a fight <laughs> at the Godrich Walmart parking lot a few weeks ago. <laughs> well, remember that time? Okay, we were there picking up some peanut butter. We went together. Me and you were in the Walmart parking lot. We're coming out, and we were going on the road. Yeah, we, well, we were traveling. We weren't, like, cutting across the parking spots. We were going down kind of the lines as we should have. We were being good. And this lady in a white pickup just cutting across us close to hitting me. But I, I hit the brakes, and I kind of give her a shrug shoulder, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're not even on the road. And she gives me the big middle she, finger. She just went at it with the middle finger. Just a big F you, Baldy. In this... um. And in this jacked-up truck, too. Yeah, she would have demolished it was like, my little whoa. Honda. Oh, like, yeah. We would have been destroyed. Yeah, totally. But you were like, oh, my God, why would she give us the finger? I was. I was and I was just laughing. I was like, yeah, Walmart parking lot. I was offended because totally. she had no right to do that. She wasn't even on the road. Yeah, so hopefully they don't have Walmart parking lot either. <laughs> Your girlfriend did something incredible for you over the weekend. You were away, and she was staying at your bachelor pad, which was maybe a little, was it dirty? It's not dirty, but it's dirty. But by your standards, not dirty could be absolutely disgusting to her who is staying there. So she's sitting there. Wow, this place is a dump. So she texts me, can I clean <laughs> your apartment? I said, sure. 
I didn't realize how thorough she'd be. She moved furniture. You know how like you have that dresser, dusty as hell underneath, yep. but it's not really in the way. It's kind of, it's underneath the dresser, so you don't really do it. Out of sight, out of mind. She moved the dresser and vacuumed underneath it. Wow, she just went to town. She did all my laundry, like folded all my sheets and stuff. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of what I should do for her. Well, I asked a friend who said, maybe pick her some flowers. Even if they're from like a ditch or something, flowers are always thoughtful. There you go. And I thought that was okay. I figured I'd maybe cook her dinner this weekend. Dinner's an always good option. Thought about maybe cleaning her apartment, but based on how well I clean my apartment, it's probably not good enough. She'll probably have to like fix, fix everything I've tried to clean. You probably make it worse by uh, trying to clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'm thinking I'll just cook her dinner this weekend. I can't imagine, though, that is one of those wonderful things because no one really likes cleaning. Does she like cleaning? Yeah. That would be just amazing to actually come home and the house is clean. Are you hoping your kids are listening right now? Please let them be listening. Wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't it? it would just if be... If you came home after a day on the radio and, you know, somebody would pick up their damn clothes off the floor, Kai! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.